So everyone, um, I'm recording now. So everything that we said that was really funny, say it again, but pretend like it's the first time. Okay. I don't remember what we said. I don't remember anything that we said. <laughs> How many of those drinks have you had? This is my first, and it's already is that, gone. Is it cranberry vodka? What is it? It is cranberry vodka. What? How the hell could you <laughs> tell this was cranberry vodka? Is it is it a vodka cranberry, or is it are you drinking straight cranberry vodka? Oh, you mean like so vodka cranberry is a cocktail. Cranberry it's, vodka no, is a it's a, vodka. it's a it's a I just squeezed cranberry vodkas, <laughs> uh, vodka cranberries into here. I grew oh okay. I grew I grew vodka cranberries. Do you know what we had this weekend? We had friends over. They were like, "What can we bring?" And we're like, "Don't bring anything." And they're like, and then he had this list of like different things we could they, they could bring: martinis, appetizers, dessert. And I was like, "Dessert martinis?" Like totally joking. Did anyone bring a South Dakota martini? There are dessert martinis, though, aren't well, there? Well, they brought ingredients and made us dessert martinis, and they yeah. were amazing. What the they were phenomenal. Um, vodka, Kahlua, a little bit of simple syrup, and espresso, which I guess you wouldn't like, Thomas. You don't like coffee, but like, they, they were delicious. I, I could Neither. not believe how good they were. Ryan, you don't like coffee? Coffee's gross. Where do you get your caffeine from? I make coffee all the time, though, for Rose. But um, oh, I thought you were gonna say you drink it all the time. Like, I drink it all the time. Like you so choke it down every day. <laughs> but Ryan, uh, like I like like, I like shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I have spent so much money on Starbucks. Like but I'll get it. I'll get a tea, but mostly okay. it's stuff for Rose. It's okay. like so you do like five hour energy shots. Is that what you do? That and other of the shots things. I'd rather just get it over with. I, I don't want to enjoy my caffeine. I, I well, so Chris, you you will be proud of me. Uh, I actually had started to drink coffee. Uh, I got like one or two cups at work just to wake up. Uh, I have stopped now again, though, because uh, I read that it's not good for your weight. Coffee? Coffee is well, No, I mean... It's I mean, if you're putting cream and sugar and balls it's in drink, it, then... It's better to drink tea. Well, if you put balls in anything, it like, it's like co- the calorie count. Coffee itself is calorie-free. I mean, it's just... Coffee is fine. The, the, the program thingy I, I subscribed to said, don't drink coffee. Drink tea instead. Sounds like it's influenced by big tea. Big tea. <laughs> big tea bottom off. Uh, I saw B- some- Bigelow has been lobbying for years to get Ooh, coffee label as iCal. I don't know if you saw this. I assume that you did. Like People have been putting Bernie and everything after the inaugura- inauguration when he sits there in his chair. Are you not loving the Bernie memes? Some of us saying that this meme is obviously planted by Big Mitten. Uh, I saw a news story today. I don't know who tweeted it, but uh, the owner or the, make, the, the person who manufactured those mittens, she said that she has essentially stopped the business, like stopped production because <laughs> of taxes. Because what? By taxes. Really? Yeah. That's that's interesting. I, I, I thought you were gonna say. Funny. I thought you were gonna say everyone, you know, inundated her with sales. But no, but no. but she she'd be like Bernie ta- Bernie like the taxes as they exist now is are too high for me, and Bernie yeah. would absolutely ruin me. That is too funny. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna be disappointed if he actually purchased them at at some, you know, some some mega store where. Uh, you know, they were made in a sweatshop. Like I would assume that he bought them at some Vermont uh, store where they were made in the back room or something. Doesn't Bernie feel like someone who would go to like a secondhand store and buy buy his clothing? Potentially. I mean, he's kind of in between. Where there are there are kind of socialists who wear secondhand and and but like he also, I mean, 
he's enjoyed making money off of being a socialist. So I bet he yeah. has some expensive tastes. How did you guys think the episode with Tim went? Did you enjoy listening to it? I've already said that. I said it before you even published it. I think that what we should be proud of is the fact that Tim Miller really got a bump out of the episode on Twitter. <laughs> he got over 200k. <laughs> yeah, he got from he went from what did he have Chris? Like 70,000? 70 68 uh, 68 70,000 to yeah. 200,000. That's that, that, the, the the SS EU bump is a real thing. And we tell him follow our guests, don't follow us. Like if you have to choose between following us or the guest, follow the guest. I mean, what, what can we say? We're just giving people. It's who right. we are. All right. Can I get a countdown for today's episode? Ryan, this is all you. Do that. Do that. Wait. Do that. Agatha Christie thing. The what? Vista Plum Creek, Preserve at Travis Creek, Yupon, Amley 300, Amley Eastside, Amley South Shore, 620 Canyon Creek, Villages of Georgetown, North Star. There's three of them in victoria texas two one now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together it's the substandard expanded universe welcome to the sseu podcast episode 100 and something. I don't know. It is the first time that we are recording in 2021. And we are very excited that Tim Miller had uh, graced us with our uh, graced us with his present on the last episode that we recorded last year. Yeah, Thomas, I love how appearances on the SSEU podcast are written into the contracts of Bulwark writers. Wasn't that Tim uh, it, Miller episode great? I I can't wait for Sarah Longwell's episode. We can talk about cutoff flannels and softball. It's going to be great. And with Mona, we can get some kosher recipes. I, I'm excited to push them all over the 200,000 Twitter. We we can do it. We're, follower mark. Sarah doesn't even have a, a pants preference. How can we have her on? Well, I guess Tim didn't know what, uh, what he didn't a know super, what a super garage is. So. No, yeah. he didn't know what a gussety crotch was. Maybe he didn't know either. Did we ask him about both? But Ryan's referring to the fact that that uh, Tim got that familiar SSCU bump. Mm-hmm. When when people come on our show, they 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 get pregnant. <laughs> this is the SSEU podcast. You can find us on Twitter at SSEU podcast, and you can email us at uh, sseupod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sseupod. Wow, that was a good slash. Uh, That's an amazing slosh. uh, I'm not through this entire bottle of wine yet. We are recording this on what what I understand is wine day. I, I think this is an international thing. Chris was saying that it was something else, but it is definitely wine day. It's uh, wine day? It is wine day. I wish I wouldn't have got this then. I did because I thought it was a different drink holiday. This is a double cheesed bourbon. <laughs> a double a, cheese. A double cheesed bourbon. I am Thomas. I'm here with Ryan as Ryan and Chris as usual. Guys, how are your 2021s starting out? Amazing. Oh wait, Ryan, do you want to answer together? Mm-hmm. Three, right. three, two, two, one. one.
the laptop this has been battery a really died, good year and i'm and afraid of what i was looking especially at especially january so 6th <laughs> first for the record will you state where you were on january 6th uh i was I, in no falls. Well, hold on hold i on. was in sioux falls okay i thought you were gonna tell the truth for a second i was in <laughs> sioux falls I've, I've started listening to I, one of our listeners, I think, recommended co- the Conan O'Brien podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, I forget what it's called. Um, Conan I mean, needs a I'm friend a or something. I am. I am a listener. So Ryan, you listen? That's fair. So the, the most recent. No, episode, I, I'm a listener to this show as well as. Oh. <laughs> the most recent episode isn't great, but um, once they once Anthony Anderson gets off the show, uh, the, the, Conan in joking mentioned Sioux Falls as like some random town. He met, actually mentioned <laughs> Sioux Falls. Uh, and then they go on to talk about uh, penises. So I, I wonder if one of them, maybe, maybe Gorley, one of them must be a listener to the SSCU podcast because like mm. they're, they're talking about Rasputin and, and Sona just all she would talk about. It, it's was definitely his- it, it. You're, you're right to go that way with it. And it's definitely not that, you know, I've been a devoted fan of Matt Gorley for like, you know, 10 years and that I'm stealing from him. It's more likely that well, but when, when Rasputin comes up, the first thing Sona has to say is, is talk about his, his penis size. I haven't listened to this episode yet. Yes, so. Thomas. Can, can someone explain to me who this Matt Gorley or whatever person? Can You're hurting Gorp? my feelings right now. You know that <laughs> he's texted us like 20 times about Matt Gorley. No idea. Who it is. He created the super ego podcast. Oh, okay. And now yeah. he's the co-host on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And now people know who he is. Like he's now he's becoming, you know, known because I mean not toe fungus known like Sona, but no. but he's known. Uh, it well, makes me happy that other people are getting to enjoy this this weird, hilarious, improvised improv comedy guy that I've liked for a really long time. Anyway, Thomas, I was not in Washington DC on January 6th. I was here. And uh, since uh, in 2021, I've been doing my best to. What are you? Are you getting like, do you use like a different calendar? Is that the way you're, you can say January 6th? Because what calendar are you going by? Yeah. Okay. I am the Viking guy. I confess (laughs) it. I knew it. (laughs) I confess. There there uh, is this. I don't know. Have you guys seen the video of when, when he enters the Senate chambers and he's just like, Walking down the aisle, chatting with the security guard. There's a dude sitting like beneath the lectern, taking pictures, like just sitting on the floor. And Mm. I mean, like, yes, they are violating sort of like a sacred place of American democracy. It is also a hilarious video. It is so great. Imagine more for Europeans, probably. I'm glad this was funny for you, Thomas. I'm glad this is all just a big if that joke. was all it was was like people. It would be bad enough, you know, if that was all it was was stupid cosplayers, you know, taking selfies. Look, well, uh, well here's here's the rather thing. than the guys in combat gear with zip ties that uh, appeared to have a different plan. Yeah, wait, they wait. they wanted to like kidnap as many look, people in Congress and hold them hostage. Look, we overthrow always, the government. We always read about these third world countries that have like coup attempts and everything like that. And this time we have a coup attempt in a third world country. And I can say I've fucking been there and it is great. And in our country, they don't just go in dress, you know, with whatever. I mean, they, they cosplay while they do it. 
So, yeah, I mean, as long as we're talking about Viking guy, uh, did you guys see that he was on a hunger strike for a while until he could get all yes. 100% yes. organic food? Yes, I saw that. It took him like talk about Minnesota. It took him like three days, um, but then finally they, they started feeding him fully organic food because, gosh, this this uh, snowflake couldn't uh, really? handle yeah, the right. <laughs> couldn't handle the hormones injected into our beef. I I really don't. See but he's the ready for the Civil War, though. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the rations, the MREs yeah. that they get, will be totally Are organic. These organic? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Did you see the video of the lady from like somewhere in the Midwest or whatever, Tennessee maybe? And she was interviewed after the sixth and she was like, almost started crying in front of the cameras. And she was like, we were there ready for the revolution or whatever. And suddenly people started pushing me out of the way. Are you talking about Onion Girl? I got pushed out of the way of the revolution. Yeah. I don't think it was Onion Girl. No. She said something different. She was like, she said they, they, they pushed me down and maced me. Yeah, and she's sitting there with eyes watering, and she's meanwhile she's got an onion and a towel. She's jamming the onion into her eye so that it will appear that she's been maced. Yeah, so I, I think this is like part of the reason why I can't take it entirely seriously because these people are fucking morons. Okay, so maybe 80% of the people who are just along for the ride are complete morons. But, I mean, there were some real um, malicious... Uh, there were so many cops in that in that crowd. Like, they're just more and more reporting is just coming out that they were just like so... Like, the, the DC, the, the Capitol Police guys that were, like, arguing with them, like, they just talked about how many of them took out their bat. Like, I'm a cop, too. I'm doing this for you. I'm a cop, too. And just, like, they were cops from other places in the country. And like, that's just that that's the part that's, you know, you're that, saying that you're saying a great deal of the insurrectionists were cops. I'm saying I don't know if it was a great deal, of, but a bunch of them were there were there. There have been some of them that have been arrested already. And they were, were they were they were trying off. to reason with the Capitol Police saying like, right, saying like, hey, uh, hey like they because that's what the, several of the Capitol Police guys have given interviews saying like, um, when they were like pushing them back that they would like take out their badge and show, Hey, I'm a, I'm a cop too. I'm doing this for you. And the, so the, one I, guy, I, so, I hope that, that these capital police have body cams and they have the and they have an image so of, yeah. of that badge. Well, and some, badge of, I, I mean, some of them have gotten, there are, there've been police officers that have been arrested. And then that all, that kind of explains why, like, so the Chicago fraternal order of police, uh, like the day after, before they knew that, what's it, Kisnick, or is that the the police officer that was killed? I think that was his last name. It oh, was before maybe. he, before we knew that he was killed. They, the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police, um, they released a statement basically saying like it was no big deal, like it was just a bunch of people that were just like you know maybe some trespassing, minor trespassing, but but essentially like some they light you know treason. it's it's they were just <laughs> you know and, and uh, people were saying I think that they know that there were some you know Illinois in Chicago police officers in the group. You seen the video of the guy that was like getting pinned against the, uh, the, the Capitol police officer that was getting pinned against the door. And he was just like, uh, they ripped his mask off and he's just like yeah, screaming. Yeah. So, so I heard an inter interview with that guy and uh, after the fact, and he was, he said, he said, yeah, uh, they, 
they beat me up pretty good. I was really outnumbered. They took my mask and pinned me between the door and uh, like I was screaming or whatever. He's like, but he's like, honestly, he said, if it wasn't my job, I'd do it for free. Anytime I could like put down a white nationalist insurrection, I'll be there. <laughs> I was but, like, yeah, we need more cops like that guy. Uh, yeah. And that guy. And then uh, the black cop. I yeah. forget his name now. That, Eugene, that led um, Goodman. No. Goodman. Uh, yeah. Eugene yeah. Was, was that who led them away from the Senate chambers? Right. Like true, uh, true hero. So I, so related to this. Uh, so the inauguration was this week. And, um, you know, like uh, Michelle Obama, uh, everyone showed up, former first ladies, whatever. Uh, Kamala Harris showed up in, in, in a, like a purple dress or a purple oh. suit and everything. <laughs> they were just saying that the vice president. Yeah, showed yeah up. vice president came. It was great. She was, yes, she yeah, was in a purple suit. Like, she showed up in this purple dress. And then on Twitter and elsewhere, you immediately you saw people being like, hey, Simpsons predicted this too. People started to put like side by side. You had Lisa Simpson when she's a elected president, also in a purple suit, and then Kamala Harris in a purple suit. Here's the problem with this comparison, is that if this actually were predicting real life, then... Thomas, you know you haven't been on your job six months. You can still get fired. <laughs> I tweeted that to a friend last night, and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Uh, what? So, uh, Chris, be, be, besides uh, dressing up as a Viking, what have you been up to? Oh, that's actually a really good segue because um, I've been doing my best to immerse myself in Swedish culture here in 2021. So, Thomas, no more, please. Thomas no talked about on this show, he, he recommended, and you know, any recommendation on the show from either of you, I, I always will watch that or listen to it or whatever. So Thomas recommended this show, uh, Brun, or uh, The Bridge in English. Uh, and Thomas gave me 6,00 rubles or something. Uh, and I wasn't sure if that would purchase. I didn't know how much money that was, but he told me it was on Swedish Netflix. So my strategy was to get a VPN so that I, it would appear that I'm watching from Sweden. Yeah. So I got a work. VPN. And, uh, you know, and you can get that on your fire cube, Brian. I don't know if you know that. Is it, was it fast? Was it like an, ex was it express? I got express. Yeah. I got express VPN. Okay. I did. It was, it was not just the regular. I got the express version. Good job. Um, but you can actually install it. So you're not like, you don't have to run it on your computer and then plug your computer into your TV. Like you can install it and run it on your, uh, fire cube. Anyway, I fired up and uh, open up Netflix. And guess what, Thomas? It is not available on Swedish Netflix. You jerk. So I'm like, okay, well. Are you sure you actually got to Swedish Netflix that yes, you don't? I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So you didn't I'm understand like, well, anything that you saw? <laughs> so, so I Googled and uh, I found out that it is available on German Netflix, which is no surprise, right? Like Germany is always reliable. I mean, historically... Re but, really good at really good at infrastructure <laughs> the trains run on time i signed in to netflix okay the bridge it's there and i play the bridge only to find out they don't have it dubbed in english it's only in <laughs> german, german. <laughs> well you are on german netflix <laughs> right. well, so, and so, they don't have they don't have closed captions for english nope what like, but but this is actually what? The thing. they don't have closed captions for no, English. No no, the, the we Germans, have closed captions for other countries and no, on U.S. Netflix. No no no, the Germans dub 
I was going to say everything. I don't know if that's true, but they dub most things into German. So I looked on like like English Netflix. It's not there. I and I just quit there. Um, maybe I should have checked out that French Netflix since they have that uh, you know that stream where it just chooses your content for you. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing on. Couldn't. Uh... The bridge is not there. No. So I thought thought we weren't supposed to talk about that. Anyway, we're not. So I ended up just buying it. That was just and, and, a, that was an actual question. Okay, it's not there. So I so I purchased it on on Amazon from Lord Bsauce. It, it's fun, funny the. Um, uh, you purchased a streaming version of it. Yeah, it's so you could have just bought it the whole time. Well, yeah, oh but the season's like twenty four bucks. Where uh, I already have a Netflix subscription, oh, and right. and right. the VDN or whatever is is only like six bucks a month. Uh, there were ramifications yeah, for having, you could have saved $12. You're right. Ryan can do math. It's $18 per season. So, uh, the... there were ramifications because I checked on my computer to, uh, to see if it was available in Germany. And so my computer was set to a, to a, a German VPN. So the next time I got on my computer, I went to <laughs> gmail.com and I'm like, why is everything in German? <laughs> Because <laughs> Google oh, thought I was coming to them from so cool Germany. If you, if you weren't able to switch it, like, no, I was. It was stuck. quite easy to fix, but like it, it left me confused idiot. for just a little bit. So anyway, uh, the bridge is a very good show. Uh, as it's as good as Thomas said it would be. Um, it has about as much frontal nudity in the first episode as you'd expect for a Swedish <laughs> show, although it, it diminished as the season went on. Uh, disappointingly. But also, I experienced another piece of Swedish pop culture, a man called Ice. I think it's called. Uwe. Uh-huh. Uwe. 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 Oh, it must have autocorrected to Ice. <laughs> um, a man called Uwe. O-V-E. A man called Ove. I've got a big boy review for you. A.K.A. Swedish as good as it gets. So this man named Ove is on the spectrum, and he he doesn't have as many OCD behaviors as Jack Nicholson in As Good As It Gets. Or but Jay there's Dino. there's a lot of similarities. So, so Jack Nicholson adopts the dog, sort of. He has to take care of the dog, of Greg Kinnear's dog. Instead, Ove uh, takes care of uh, his neighbors, uh, like a cat in the neighborhood. And uh, instead of having like – so in America, like what at that time, what was the the person that would have to – overcome the barriers it was a homosexual right greg kinnear is a homosexual well what's like sweden's down with homosexuals so like what's what is the person that that has to melt his heart that he hates that who does what do swedes hate more than anything ryan immigrants right said reindeer okay immigrants so like there's an immigrant with slightly darker skin than him who he's just like oh they moved into my neighborhood it's terrible and he's overcome by love um and it's it's actually hilarious uh he's interrupted multiple times trying to suicide himself in different um, ways in different ways and he's like halfway through but he's such a karen that he interrupts his suicide to like go yell at someone for like driving too fast or whatever i should have said uh spoiler alert uh If you don't want spoilers, fast forward a couple minutes. Uh, so I'm just reading through the notes I wrote down. I'm sorry. This has been a while since I watched it. Uh, it's funny. It's touching. Uh, I really liked it. It's it's heartwarming. Uh, it stars Swedish Danny Pudi, who uh, listeners might know as Abed Nadir, who plays mm-hmm. the younger Ove. Uva, Uva. He's also from um, Mythic Quest. Yeah. And uh, it's it's. It's funny. There's, I guess, there's an, a trope that's just international, 
at one point in the movie, Uwe is giving his immigrant neighbor driving lessons. And this a-hole comes up driving behind him, driving. What do you think the a-hole is driving, Ryan? Because in every country, what do a-holes drive? A Hummer. A Chevy truck. Okay. <laughs> so I guess that's a thing in Sweden, too. A guy overcompensating in a Chevy truck. Ryan, is your truck a Chevy? I mean, a Dodge. I mean, it's okay. basically it's a, Chevy. It's a Ram. Okay. <laughs> and now I, I have some context for, for uh, so how Thomas like loves Volvo but hates Saab, which is oh, yeah. he loves all Swedish things. Like, I got a little bit of context there. Like, there's a rivalry between – uh, Uva and like his best friend, where one of them loves Volvo and one of them loves Saab. So, so I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so uh, Ryan, have you seen it? Uh, I don't think I actually. I may have started it. I, okay. I've meant to watch it many times and I haven't. I probably haven't gotten to it. Yeah, but, it's good. Because uh, it came I, I, out what like three or four years ago. Maybe more than maybe five. Okay. I knew it was around for a while, but I know that a lot of people love that movie. Oh, I, I know that Ryan would enjoy like his interrupted suicides. It's funny. No, I would. I mean, I, I don't know how to be authentic. I really would like it. And I've, <laughs> I've meant, I've meant to watch it. I've like, I think I've started it. And then like something happened where I like had to st- like stop and I haven't gone back to it. I'm, I know for sure I've started watching it and just haven't ever finished it. But well, and the bridge more also more out of just like my ADD and just like forgetting to go back to it than anything else. And the bridge, I mean, also is pitch perfect with its humor. It's not a funny show, but like there's humor there. But most of the humor is the fact that like one of the cops, it, the lady cop, it, is autistic. So like she's a cannibal. She, oh, I thought it was like a... she, she says like offensive things or just like really blunt things, and and it, it's oh. actually I, mean, I might have seen like a preview for this somehow i knew that well thomas talked about it he said she was autistic yeah or on on the spectrum but like no, i mean she's... before today yeah before today when he talked about it okay well that's and I so she, so she like just blurts out things that like ought, like you're not supposed to say but it's like it's pitch perfect in a way that maybe uh, uh big bang theory isn't more like pitch perfect the movie. like yeah like the cup song with anna kendrick Cup song. Oh, you don't know what that is, Ryan. You are so lucky. How do you not know what that is? I've seen this movie, but I've seen both movies. I don't know what the cup song is, though. Oh my god. I, I is it in the, the movie? Show. It's in the movie, but then she's also done it afterwards. Like just like YouTube and a Kendrick Cup song. And she's in the kitchen doing the cup Why would anyone singing. why would anyone do that, Thomas? Why would anyone YouTube that? Unless and, uh, you hate yourself. Anna Kendrick and I are getting married. I don't know if you. I had that. something I was going to say, and you guys really screwed it up by making me feel bad about the cup song. Thing. All right, uh, damn it! What? Ryan, Wait, give me three. Ryan. Give me three seconds. Not no, not coming. This is wine in a Martinelli's apple cider jar. What kind of wine lost, is it? I lost the cork, so I poured it in. What? This. That just means you have to finish it. So Ryan is is drinking wine as it's supposed to be drunk he's he's gulping it that's how they teach you at tastings mm-hmm. just let's gulp it this is like i i watched uh uh sideways last night and i feel like i saw the only part i saw was when paul giamatti poured the bucket of <laughs> spit out wine onto himself you're like this is so how it's like, done i can do that ryan your 2021 so far has been interesting 
would you like to give us an update on how house hunting in Georgetown has been? <laughs> yeah, we did go to Georgetown. You're moving um, to DC. We're in Georgetown, Texas, which is oh. uh, it's about. 20 minutes north of us it's out of the way where so rose is trying to convince me that like you know this has been the constant battle with us is that she wants like a big house with a big yard so that means you move further out from austin i I don't do yard work i'm not ever going to do yard work i want to move like i want to move five kids ryan (laughs) i want to move closer to the city into a i want to buy a condo so i don't i want to i want to live somewhere where, where like everything's done and I don't have to do it. Right. So, so I don't want to hire about... someone. Do not say you can just hire somebody because that's the thing no. I have to do. I want somebody else to do the hiring of the person. And like, I don't want to have to do any of it. You're telling me your racist toddler can't handle the yard work. Right, right. So, 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 so you're saying this is like, what do you say? 20 minutes north of you? Yeah. So we're talking, 30. we're talking Northwest Austin. Right. So further, wow. we already we live northwest Austin already. Right. We live, you know, we're technically we are the furthest northwest you can get and still be considered in city in, in city limits. Right. Well, so here's my problem with this idea is that you would have to take a toll road to get to Austin, right? Yes. Yeah. We yeah. have to take toll no, roads to get um, fucking everywhere. Not doing that. I mean, but I, you can get a I love infrastructure they're, they're talk. Fairly, I love infrastructure talk. It's the it best is time. It is podcast. time for another infrastructure infrastructure talk. So if we move to Georgetown, there would be two toll roads we'd have to take to get pretty much anywhere. <laughs> pretty much anywhere. We'd have to take two toll roads. To be honest, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is how far we'd be from everything. And then just how, how far would you be just, from how far just are you the from movie house? How far do oh, you be man. from movie house? We'd be 30 minutes from movie house. There's a movie oh. house across the street right now. So I am saying to Rose, like, cause she's like, you know, we need a big, like four bedroom house, big yard. And I'm just like, no, we can get by on a three bedroom condo, like closer to downtown with nothing to do. Yeah. Five kids, three bedroom condo. That sounds about right. It'll be fine. We'll get through. I mean, <laughs> As long as, like, yeah, but minus the yard work. That's that that makes it. Well, that, that, that but you can't out. have a horse. You can't have a horse if you have a condo. Question, we did question, see. Question. <laughs> yes. So, so as we were leaving, as we were leaving the neighborhood of the house we were looking at in Georgetown. Did you see a horse? As soon as you pull out directly across the street, there is there's someone. There's like people giving horse riding lessons <laughs> in this ranch, right? Ran across. I think and you found I, your home. And I, I, I got out my phone and Rose was like, why are you taking a picture? <laughs> I said, because I have to. Like, I didn't get a picture of the people riding a horse, but there was like a horse with its back to us. And so oh. I made the, I made the joke. As soon as I pull out of the neighborhood, I see this horse's ass. Since Rose wants it, I assume that you guys are probably going to move to Georgetown. Yeah, basically. I'm not going to like she's sympathetic to my, you know, idea of not wanting to do anything she just is like she's like oh the kids would be so much happier with like having a yard and you know all this well, stuff and i'm I like don't, i don't understand. I don't care about that we have ipads what do they need a yard for ryan where's leander um they have mostly my half they're not what? built for yard work where's leander it's 
like uh, east of Georgetown. No, it's west of Georgetown. Right, but west of Georgetown. Le- but so Ryan and I, we, we talked about this. Like we Leander, live in Leander School District. Yeah, which is right a now. really good school okay. district. Right? Well, and the, which is why we've stayed here where we are for yeah. so long is because the school district is so good. But, you know. Oh, it's it's really good this year, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean the 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 remote teaching. If is there was just... any time to be like, all right, well, we could move now, right? You you did something else as well recently, right? Yes. So we, I uh... always oh, that was you... a great transition, Thomas. <laughs> Masterful. <laughs> how about you shut up, Chris? So Ryan, I I've always wondered how this worked. Hey, so, we've been hey... talking about this. <laughs> we can talk about something else right now, right? <laughs> Yeah, both of you just shut up. There are some people, some folks who run a movie studio who paid Ryan to go see a movie. Yeah, Rose found this. Um, this was like completely her idea. I was totally on board with it once she told me about it, but she did everything. She even signed my NDA for me. So I feel like I'm. I'm Does that make it legit? <laughs> like, yeah, you could totally break I, it. I she signed think it. I could, yeah. There was it was gonna be a screening for a movie that hadn't been seen by anyone. Where'd you find this? Yeah. Is was she on next door, like scrolling through that like you? I think it was Instagram. I think it came oh. I think oh. I think it was Instagram. Because like she follows app. she follows like several like um movie accounts that are like really into movies. Like mo- mo- they're <laughs> <laughs> But like they're really like she follows this this one the one she found it was was from uh, Ultimate Movie Account, which is like really into like Christopher Nolan movies like that. But it was they were going to do a screening in Pflugerville, where her parents live, uh, for um, a movie that hadn't been seen yet. Basically, when they seat people, they're going to take each group in and make sure there's like social distancing, uh, masks, uh, everything. Like even they even said like those gator masks. You you weren't allowed to wear those. It said that like in the disclosure. And, and you're like sold. Some... I don't care what the movie is, but like this distancing <laughs> yeah. thing sounds great. Uh, <laughs> there there was somebody in line that had the gator mask on. They and they said you cannot wear that in there. They and they had masks. They were like you can put this on or you can leave basically and they were really strict about like you cannot have your phone on you we will take your phone away from you um this movie has not been seen you're not allowed to talk about it at all in a an adaptation of a novel uh called which i started reading after Rose about, told me about this deep water horizon Yes, it is. It's uh, it, they redid it. Mark Wahlberg didn't didn't <laughs> didn't nail it. There's no trailers for it because we looked for a trailer for it. There is a trailer online that says it's the official trailer for this movie. We watched it. We we were just like, what is this? This is insane. Because <laughs> what the trailer was uh, after we realized was somebody who's pretty clever took a bunch of cut together a trailer from scenes from a bunch of movies. <laughs> Invented from like there's movies from like Batman movies, uh, Justice League is in it, Gone Girl, Knives Out, just like a bunch of and it, it looks it, it looks like it, it, it's funny. And I imagine a lot of people would could think like, oh, this is the trailer for the movie. But it's like crazy because it switches back from being like, did do some movie where he was a mobster in like the 50s or something like that because in the trailer there's a bunch of scenes from him with like a tommy gun but there's also scenes from him in gone girl 
and in Batman. So it's like all over the place. And like, I'd already started reading the book at this point. And I was just like, what the, f what is going on with this movie? Then by the end of it, we were like, oh, okay, this is like, a I fake. see what's happening. Li uh, Live by night is, is the mobster one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't very good. So we went to see the movie. It was, I mean, we just wanted to do something. And they also, they were like, oh, we'll give you $60 like in a gift card to go see it which is cool in a, nice a movie theater thing. gift card i don't know yet we haven't got it yet <laughs> <laughs> and so like it's very orderly like they're very strict there's like all these people in suits walking we, we get there and like there's just like a line in front of the movie theater and like people just like really spread out so the, so it looks like the line's a lot longer than it is because it's going around almost the, the side of the building and you're like well we're never going to get it but you realize oh well everybody's standing like 10 feet apart so it's really not that long sure have, have you just violated any of the NDA? No, I haven't talked about anything from the movie. Here's what I'll send Chris, you my NDA. Here's what Chris found out about the movie. It is an erotic thriller, <laughs> and it has a 69% fresh rating on Google. I want to know who these Google people are, because we were supposed we were told we're the first audience to see it, because they give you this whole spiel. They have you sign the NDA, and then they have you sign some other stuff. I didn't really read it. I mean, you can, you can sign things without reading them. It's fine. And then they lock your phones away uh, when you get inside. We, at first, we left our phone in the car because it was like very clear on there. Do not bring your phone in. You will not be allowed to bring your phone in. Like they and, will want. And they made you go get you, it. And you'll have to. Yeah. And then they, we're in line and they're like, oh, you need your phone so we can scan because you have to you had to sign up in okay. advance for it and they're like we need your phones you can we, and we're just like you said not to bring our phones we left them in the car so i had to walk back to the car to go get our phone and then we get inside and they scan it and, and then, then they confiscate them yeah and then they take it that you go through an airport style metal detector and it's not just a metal detector they've got the person on the other side with the wand like after you go through it in case you set off any any ding dings and so um, they had to take your gun and everything. Yeah, I I had to put my you know my assault rifle in the on the it didn't even fit your spurs. In the you take off your spurs. <laughs> my saddle. I didn't want anybody to steal my <laughs> saddle, so I had to put my saddle on there too. Um. So then, yeah, they give you this ticket, like a raffle ticket, for your phone, and they didn't lock them up as much as they put them in like paper lunch bags and stapled them. <laughs> no like, one's getting through this. The thing is, like, I did not turn my phone on silent, and I didn't turn it off. Like and when I got, and when, I got when I got it back, there were messages from you guys. There were just like so yeah. many. All I was right, like, so but they were really annoyed by this one. I'm actually looking forward to seeing this movie because and how how could that be bad? And I, I I don't know. It sounds like I, it could be a great. I comment. would say you're probably right. It probably isn't bad. No. Not that I would know. I don't know. Like, yeah. Dude, how I'm many times? How many times did she throw up in the movie? <laughs> this guy gives this speech before the movie. When we finally get seated, and they're like, "There, so like every other roll a row is taped off, so you can't see it." Uh, Rose and I, we're on a pretty strict, uh, strict timeline with Nice and Jonah babysitting. We were there for the six o'clock show, and we were told we were going to the six o'clock show. And like everybody there doesn't work for the theater; they somehow work for either the movie has contracted people that go around the country and do these screenings or they're part of the production company. 
I couldn't. I I asked them questions. They won't answer questions. Like I I kept I kept trying to ask like, so do you work for the theater or do you work for the production company? And they were just like, we don't work for the theater. The only thing they would give me was that they don't work for the theater. Look at Ryan trying to make friends. He I know. I was trying to ask nice questions. I'm not trying to like blow your spot up. I just want to know what's going on here. Um, And they're like weirdly secretive. Because I mean, they're all like they're not people that you would think are like part time movie theater workers. Right. They're all like dressed very nice. They're you know older people professional and so you're like you're not you don't work for the you know so i i just wanted to know who they worked for like are you are you a producer did you put money into this like, <laughs> did you ask them like yes and they would just say they don't they don't work for the theater is all they would say they wouldn't confirm whether they work for the production company or not they kept speaking my guess into, is speaking into their wrists as if they had a microphone there as we, <laughs> they like earpieces like, they're like we don't we don't like this guy anyway so we sit down and we hear the lady that's seating people because everyone like you have to wait for the lady and then she takes everyone to their seat and like every other row is roped off and you have to sit you know so far away from other people and they're like you know it's the really best part of the movie about, yeah, uh, making people you know, don't put your mask on. And so she says, like, uh, the, she tells someone else, this is the 630 show. We were there for the six o'clock show. And so I got up and asked her, I said, is this the 630 show? And she says, yeah. And I said, oh, they told us we were going to the six o'clock. And I said, if we got bumped, like we talked about it and I asked for the runtime. The runtime was two hours and 10 minutes. And I just we were just both like this is we, we just like 630. We can't do uh you know if it's six o'clock it's tight but we can it'll work out and so i just said okay well we're gonna leave but what i'd hoped would happen did happen and the lady was like no 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 don't leave we'll we'll find you a spot in the six o'clock show so they took us over to the six o'clock show we got better seats in the six o'clock show than we would have had in the 6 30 did you tell them you had a podcast i think like they probably saw us as the target audience and most people they did what i told rose was like this movie is marketed toward couples, you know, in the uh, what is it like uh, 30 to 55 demographic demographic. This guy goes up and he's given this whole spiel about how you've signed an NDA. We will. I don't like doing this part, but, you know, if we do find out you talk about it, we will pursue legal remedies. Like, just thank you in advance for not talking about this movie, whatever, whatever. And then like he tried and then after that he tried to be funny and so he like ended on like what he thought was like a funny line and and two people in the theater clapped there were, i mean it was seriously two people <laughs> and he stops and then the funniest thing he did the whole time he he starts walking away and after the two people clap he stops and he looks at all of us he says oh come on and so then like you know half the people clapped because so, it was uh, it was kind of uh, funny a Jeb Bush, please clap. It, it was basically what it was. It's just like, you know, I've been this pathetic. You can't give me more than that. But and he just talked about how the sound mixing isn't done yet. Um, the special, some of the special effects aren't done yet. So please, uh, just keep in mind. The other thing was they had these uh, forms that were in these envelopes that were sealed in front of us that had this tape on them that said "Do not open until after the movie is over." Over to where. They wanted us to fill out a whole card. That's the best part of the movie experience is homework. Is and so they wanted feedback, and then you know they summarize the main three questions. themes of this movie in essay form. They wanted the people they they really wanted to talk to people who either said the film was excellent or poor. I don't have a Vanessa Hudgens update for this episode, but disappointing. Uh, from the the world of celebrities, I can report that and. <laughs> Uh, after about a year of date, after a year of dating, they have broken up. 
Yep. Who was the person in the biohazard gear throwing away <laughs> the <laughs> cutout from <laughs> so? Have you seen this picture? No. Like, like it's in the front yard. There's a dumpster in the front yard of <laughs> house. That's classy. And somebody is like in a full like biohazard mask goggles and everything like a yellow jumpsuit breaking bad style and they're like throwing in the dumpster this full body cutout like of <laughs> like a cardboard cutout of and they're like and like he sees that someone's taking a picture of him as he's throwing it into the dumpster like i'll find it it's because Casey Affleck, Casey Affleck, Affleck has been asked about it, like whether or not it was him that uh, uh, w- was the one that threw it away, and he he was a he said, you know, I've been texted the picture multiple times, but and so I was gonna make a joke about it on Twitter, but he's like, I couldn't think of one, and. I don't have Twitter, so it wasn't really working out for me. But this is kind of dark. Like, uh, I mean, this is really affecting to the point where he can't stand to look at her. Like, she hurt him. And <laughs> right. So, like, he's got to get he's rid like, of this cardboard cutout. Get, get this cardboard cutout out of my house right now. Okay, I messaged it to both it, It's not just like an amicable break. Like, uh, it's mutual. It's like, no. Right, no. because if they, if it was a, if it was a friendly breakup, he's going to keep all the, and because all of us have, cardboard cutouts of you know <laughs> of exes of our exes right you know i'm not much of a celebrity watcher like i don't but somehow i saw like it made the rounds on twitter that like him picking up dunkin donuts it became kind of a meme he's so enthusiastic about it about coffee yeah. donuts that... <laughs> yes. transition i wanted to uh, talk about this for a while and i think that this is a pretty good moment for it so everyone in the u.s has gotten familiar with your uh, CDC, what's his title? Anthony Fau- Fauci, what's, what's his yep, title? Yep, that's, that's, that's his title. That's his Fauci. title. Fauci. CDC Anthony Fauci. What's his title? The Zarina of... Zarina of... Pandemics. Viruses and pandemics. I've sent you a photo. This is Sweden's deputy state epidemiologist. Thomas, he's kind of dreamy, huh? Isn't he? That's one of the things. Like when he started to appear at press conferences back in the spring, when uh, COVID was still a relatively new thing, every woman and him that I know were like, this uh, this guy, he is, he's, how how old would you guess that he is? Well, he's got gray hair, but boy, is this, Skin's looking pretty good. I would say 44. Well, well what do you, did you think? Say, did you say every woman and Tim? Uh, Anders is uh, 47 years oh, old. Oh, wow. Yeah. He has uh, three a... kids that are between 10 and 15 years. I blame, uh, I blame no one for this. Uh, and uh, every, like, almost every person of the opposite sex. That like, I... if they had, if they had a, um, if they had a walk-off. Zoolander? Zoolander, if they had a walk-off Zoolander style, this guy's going to destroy Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) He's 47. He probably looks better than I ever will. Anyway. Well, wait, wait, Ryan. And that's really what you're looking for when you're looking for a Zarina of pandemics is is the Mm -hmm. good looks. Yeah. Can you imagine how many people would have actually listened to him if the, if Fauci looked like this guy? They they would have been like, well, that man makes my, that man makes my peony go, hmm? 
So I'm gonna. Uh, what turned out in the spring was that uh, Anders Wallenstein was actually uh, he was about to release a book, but uh, because of I don't know, like apparently in the last spring, like spring 2020, they got a lot to do or something. So he pushed the release of the book until the fall. So it was released uh, maybe a month ago, maybe a couple of months ago or something like that. I wanted to talk a little bit about the book he released. But also about... Is it a a bestseller, like right behind the salary book? When you release a book, what do you do? Well, you go to newspapers and you give interviews and whatever. One of the interviews that he gave, he described a typical day in the life of Anders Wallenstein. And so this is one of his typical days. He wakes up around 6.45 a.m. He gets his kids to work. He then bikes. Wait a uh, second. <laughs> he gets kids to, <laughs> that son of a bitch. No. How does he do no, that? No, no, Child no, no, labor. No. He gets his kid to school oh, and then okay. then he bikes to work. It says mm, here yes, that he, yes, he does. Work, and then he bikes to school. It says here that when he's at work for meetings, he likes to like stand up like he has a standing desk. Apparently he has a very nice lunch together with his colleagues. No fika. No fika. In the, in the inviting like lunchroom. He also says here that it is important to have social time uh, together with your colleagues and not just talk about work. Like, why should you do your job at your job when you can just hang out? <laughs> After that, he says that he bikes home. Uh, he likes to do some sort of exercise in the woods. Plus, or- bikes involved in this. <laughs> yeah, so he bikes Exercise home- in the woods? Like, is he chopping lumber every day? No, no, no. Well, he doesn't necessarily. He might also got and go and paddle the canoe. Fighting uh, bears. <laughs> the fucking uh, alligator. Uh, <laughs> is is Swedish like P90X involve trees or something? What's the exercise technique where it's it's all about like repetitive stuff and 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 people are really into it because it hit. makes you really sore, but it's actually high. high no, not not hit, not hit. Uh... Ignore it. Let's move on. Okay. Um, cross crossfit crossfit swedish oh, crossfit is all crossfit. in the woods you forgot the word crossfit i wish I've... i could forget crossfit but but crossfit's stupid like you're sore it is, the, it's, well, breaking, yeah. it's breaking down your joints like because you shouldn't do the same yeah, thing that's why i'm times. saying i wish i could forget about crossfit that it, that existed but so after he does his exercise he apparently cooks dinner for his kids and after dinner, he gives, gives his kids uh, a, a ride to different kinds of activities like soccer practice or whatever it might be. And then after that, when they get back home, he helps whatever them. Whatever it might uh, be. You don't think it might be another sport? He helps them do their homework. After he helps them do their homework, he takes his time to actually answer the mail. The ambition is to wind down after that and relax before it is time to go to bed. Then he gets on Twitter for two hours before bedtime, right? You want so, the screen in front of your... You want, that, you want that screen and those lights right in front of your eyes before bedtime. But the thing is that from like his <laughs> retelling of his... Day is that it's like I don't know maybe an hour tops at work and most yeah. of the time yeah. he spent lunching with his friends, yes. lunching and fikaing and the rest of the day is like working out and being sexy and helping his kids with homework. I don't believe a word of this, Ryan. Do you? I, I it does not sound reasonable, no. But I don't know what goes on in Sweden. Maybe they let people get away with this kind of lifestyle. The this is the lifestyle is where... running crazy, right? <laughs> He's... 
and he's like, where's, he's, where's, and, where's our Dr. Fauci? Oh, he's in he's, the woods. He's, he's working. He's, he's got his four hour workout. Please <laughs> just hold on. <laughs> he's socializing with his friends at work. Okay. He's having tantric sex with his wife for the next eight hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he's a, he's so, a work play date. Don't interrupt him. So, so we have established that Anders is really good looking. He has a very comfortable work day. Get him over here, stat. This is an emergency. <laughs> he refused to get in the car. He's biking. It's 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 forty five miles. I, I don't know when he'll be here. He's lying on the grass trying to pull his kids to soccer <laughs> he's, practice. And he's cramping. He is cramping right now. He's lying in the grass. <laughs> he's telling his kids to get out and walk. The best part about Anders Wallenstein is that he has he was planning in the spring to release a book for, you know, like obvious reasons. The the book yeah. was delayed a little yeah. bit. The title of the and book it, and it's it's the third best-selling book behind The Art of the Deal <laughs> and The Salary Book. The title of the book in English is translated to something like The Health Enigma. Granted. It's hard to figure out. It's... <laughs> Edward Nigma. If the Riddler had come up with the, the coronavirus, that would have been a great Batman episode. How do we solve this? I've spent literally 37 hours at work this year trying to figure Wait, out how to solve Wait, that's the Riddler? I thought that was the guy who tells you how to get money from the government on cheating on your taxes. He has like eight chapters in this book where he tells you the answer to the enigma or the riddle or whatever whatever you want to call it. The first chapter in his book is called Movement. It does wonders for you. Like when you are moving about listening. and you are like getting exercise, that is great. Second chapter is called Surroundings. <laughs> Let your surroundings inspire you and give you confidence. He has another chapter called Sleep. Getting rest is good. And it's like, like, if you get enough rest... This is novel can... stuff. This is... We figured it out. He has another chapter called Food. Caption is, you are what you eat. Oh, my gosh. This is like any other, like, health, feel-good book that you have ever read. But he's good-looking, and his picture will be in the front, so he'll sell a million, millions of copies. Probably. Meanwhile, this, this guy who's advocating eating healthy, exercising, and getting your sleep, he's tasked with dealing with disease. So he probably has no recourse on disease. It's just like, well, you know, when that comes, there's just nothing you could do. But like, I would recommend sleep and and, and and eating good foods. One of our listeners who has also been a guest on the show, Timothy Lewis, uh, has uh, submitted a story that he thought so that- this is not the Tim that is would be into this Swedish Fauci. This is Kansas Tim, not California Tim. Not uh, man bun Tim, gun Tim. The title of the news article that Tim sent me is, Chris, you like wine? I do. Where do you usually get your wine? That, that's the title of the article, Chris, you like wine? Where do I usually get my wine? Uh, I get it. Usual I wines. I, I get a lot of it at Costco, but um, most of it I buy by the case at my local grocer oh. who will uh, sell it at a, an extreme discount. It's amazing. I love it. 
Do you or any of your friends call wine weekend water? I've I've not heard that. Or if you did, I would have to quit the show. Like I wouldn't even that wouldn't even be a joke. I would have to quit. I I guess that was a poorly phrased question. What region of the U.S. is your wine usually from? Oh, well, California mostly, but I also am quite a big fan of of Oregon Pinot Noirs. Have you heard about Alabama wine? (laughs) I've not heard about Alabama wine. (laughs) Tell me about Alabama wine. Uh, turns out that in DeKalb County, Alabama, the police department uh, discovered a rather large depository of wine. So the headline of the article in the, in the New York Post is winery discovered at Alabama sewage plant. <laughs> the story is essentially about how employees at an Alabama sewage plant been for years manufacturing wine. <laughs> in the sewage plant and the sheriff's office says that it is definitely one of the biggest operations that they have seen in the county and probably in the state of Alabama. That's just a warning to our listeners. Check your labels. If it's coming from Alabama, you might have sewer wine. Would that be the worst thing? Uh, It's up there. Next to the way Laura Mason, friend from Texas, friend of the show lady lawyer uh the way she explains the way bluebell doesn't clean their oh do not talk about do not stop disparaging bluebell i'm mad at the instacart people for leaving my bluebell on the uh, porch for 45 minutes before i knew there they didn't ring the doorbell they didn't text me it was early like fine great you're early if i don't dream you can just like that could just sit out for a while come on it can that is all the time that we are giving to this episode we haven't done the thing that i've been wanting to do for like more than two weeks